here with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. How do you think it went tonight? Good. Um, you know, I think that it was lively, but that's that's what we need. We started with eight people, and that's hard because you're just kind of trying to get a word in edgewise. We had two people. I thought the, the moderation was, was great. I think it was substantive. All the questions were things voters would, would care about one from another. I do. I just heard a little snippet about that, about not taking on Trump. You know, I, I hit him. Obviously, he should have been on that stage and we would have mixed it up more. Mm. But, you know, they talked about his quote about the, using the Insurrection Act to go into the cities. He had the BLM riots on his watch. He never did a thing to stop any of the rioting. He didn't give any federal support. Uh, and so, so we held him accountable for that. We held him accountable for not building the wall, not doing the deportations and other broken promises. But it's easier to do that when somebody's willing to go on the stage. And I think the reason that he doesn't go on the stage is because he knows that there are vulnerabilities in his record. Um, you were asked tonight about uh uh, the um, the character issue. You were asked about uh, if you believe former President Trump has the character to be president again. I want to play what you said. I appreciated what President Trump did, but let's just be honest. He said he was going to build a wall and have Mexico pay for it. He did not deliver that. He said he was going to drain the swamp. He did not deliver that. He said he was going to hold Hillary accountable, and he let her, let her off the hook. He said he was going to eliminate the debt, and he added $7.8 trillion to the debt. So we need to deliver and get this stuff done. You didn't answer about whether or not he had the character. Well, I, that is how I view that question, is about leadership is not about the show. It's not about the entertainment, which he, he, he has a premium on that. He can beat anyone on that. Leadership's all about delivering results. And if you deliver the results, that's what people want to see. He was not able to deliver on those core promises. Do you think he has the moral character? Look, I think he's got, um, I think since the 2020 election, it's been, it's been interesting watching his evolution on social media. And everything. Let's just put it this way. Uh, I think that he doesn't get as much scrutiny uh, for, for the stuff he's doing on social media right now. I imagine if he ended up being the nominee, that's going to change. And I do think that would turn off a lot of voters. I want to play the thing you said about the Black Lives Matter protest that you were just referencing. Let's play that. He was president during the worst rioting in the modern history of this country, the BLM riots in the summer of 2020. When I saw that happening in Minneapolis, in Florida, I called out the National Guard. We had state law enforcement deployed. We said, you're not burning down our cities in this state. And you know what? It didn't happen. He sat in the White House and tweeted law and order, but he did nothing to ensure law and order. As your president, I will never let our cities burn. You have every right to stop this runaway rioting. As president, in fact, you have a duty. What do you think he should have done as president? Well, he did have the right to in invoke the Insurrection Act. I mean, that, that's a, one of the whole reasons the Constitution was created, because they feared mob violence. You had places like Minneapolis that, that were burning down. And by the way, th that is not recovery. It's going to take probably decades to recover. He could have gone in and, and brought, brought in National Guard, federalized the Guard, and, and kept order. And I think it, because it, it came off the question about, you know, I think they're, in the media, they're, they're saying Trump is going to be some madman. He's going to abuse all his powers. And I, I get that's a narrative. But if you actually watch his four years, a lot of the tale is him not using the perfectly lawful authority that he had. You, know, you, would, you would have used the Insurrection Act. I would have used it. And then, for example, during COVID, a lot of us were telling him to, to fire Dr. Fauci. He didn't have to put him on that COVID task force. Not only did he not do that, 
Fauci's, uh, Trump's last day in office, he gave Fauci a commendation. He oftentimes would complain about people who were in his administration, but he had the authority to, to fire them uh, if these things weren't doing, and he never really did that. And so, you know, I, I get like people are trying to do the narratives, but I was there and I remembered he had opportunities to, to follow through on his campaign promises and didn't necessarily do it. Governor uh, Chris Christie obviously dropped out of the race. What did, what did you make of that? I was a little bit surprised. I mean, um, I thought that he was going to stick through New Hampshire and kind of kind of see how it goes. Um, but at the same time, I mean, you know, people got to do what they what they think is right. Um, Chris Christie was caught on a hot mic, as you probably know, before he made this announcement. Uh, he, I, I just want to play what he said. She's going to get smoked, and you and I both know it. She's not up to this. DeSantis called me, petrified that I would. It then got garbled. You couldn't really hear. It, it, did you call him? And were yeah. you petrified about no, something? I mean, look, I've been to Fallujah and Ramadi. I mean, this is this is nothing. Um, I did call him just because I felt he was being treated poorly with all these people saying, like, you know, you, you should go. I said, I said, you have every right to do this. And I think a lot of it is, and, and he and I have both kind of needled uh, Nikki Haley on it. Uh, Chris is against Trump, right? Nikki is becoming a darling of the people who are more than ever Trump. Uh, and yet, she won't answer the question about whether she would accept the VP nod. Uh, and she gives all these, the you know, mealy mouth response. What's wrong with just saying, no, I would not under any circumstances say that. And I think the fact that she has not done that is part of the reason Chris had been staying in. And I think that's part of the reason I think he's had those choice words. Do you think she would agree to be vice president? I do. Under I mean, Trump. I do. Because I think, why would you not just say, I would not? I've said I would not. Why not just say that? She will not give a yes or no answer to that, because if she says yes, she loses support from the people that don't like Trump. Uh, if she says no, then that forecloses, potentially, her ability uh, to be on you, the ticket. You're, and you say categorically you would not serve as vice president. Yeah, no. And, and the reason is, is well, a couple reasons. One, um, I can do more for Florida uh, in the country uh, serving as president rather than my last two years as governor. But I can do more for Florida and the country serving the last two years as governor than being vice president. That's just, I mean, what did they say? A, a bucket of warm something not, not, not good for TV? Like, it's not a job that you really do anything in. And the only reason I'm in office is to, to accomplish things uh, for folks. And so it has no appeal to me. I've said categorically I would not do it, and not just for Trump, uh, for anybody. There's a poll in New Hampshire that says uh, the second choice for a lot of Christie's supporters, would, the majority is Nikki Haley. What would you say to Chris Christie's supporters tonight to try to reach out to them? Well, look, um, Chris, even though he was in a blue state, he has a more conservative record as governor of New Jersey than Nikki has as governor of South Carolina. We saw a lot of the differences tonight. I mean, I think her response, just constantly saying you're lying, does not, does not pass the smell test. She's on video saying all this stuff. I mean, literally, she was at a Fox News town hall the other night, said, the governor said, you said the Social Security age is way too low. I never said that. Then they play it. Okay, I did say it. So I don't think that that was effective. But I think that if you look at Chris, what he was able to do in a very blue state, his record was more conservative uh, than Nikki Haley's. And so, and I think if you look, I've been willing to hold uh, to Trump accountable I just do it more from the right than more focused on some of the things that the media likes to talk about. Uh, but I've been out there, very frank, and uh, and I let her rip. Uh, in terms of what you need to do here in Iowa, what is, I mean, you in the past you had said you were going to win well, we're, in we're Iowa. Gonna, we're going to win. We're going we're to do well. But here's the thing. What is well I, for you? I, I do better when I'm underestimated. I, I like being the underdog, and so I'm not a prognosticator. I think if you look at what we've done here. The organization that we built, the tens of thousands of Iowans that have already committed to Cox, everything. We've done it the right way. We've gone to all 99 counties. 
And I think you're seeing that. You're going to start to see that more and more even through the weekend as more and more people get. My people are going to come out in negative 20 degrees. It's going to be brutal but weather Monday They're going to come out. They're going to come out and do it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I'd rather be underestimated. So I hope everyone says all that. And then on, on caucus night, you know, we're going to do well. But I've also pointed out the people that have won Iowa, sometimes a lot of times haven't won the nomination. And then people have lost and won. It's all about accumulating delegates. And so uh, there's, everyone's going to get some delegates here, and you kind of move on. Newton, Nevada is just me and Trump, basically, because Haley is not in the caucus there. Uh, yes, they, the, the state party's rigging it for Trump. We know that. But you know what? It's not going to be fair every place uh, in the country. So let's let's compete. So, so how, do you, how do you see, say, you second place in Iowa, whatever it is, we got a lot of we got a lot of room to, to do. Because New Hampshire, obviously, but, you have not been been. Oh, we're we're going to go in there, there strong. We are going to do that uh, once Iowa's done. I mean, my view on it has been it's more of a momentum state. I think what happens in Iowa will will pay. I think you know I think we should have a debate there. I think WMUR is going to do one. We want to do that. Uh, we'll be we'll be barnstorming there all eight days and do well. So I think that that's been more a strategy there. And then then we'll go from South Carolina the day after that. Probably take some uh, couple days in Florida just to be at home for a couple days, and then go to Nevada. We're going to compete in the Nevada caucus. I think that's really important. So you're going to start to see this, and I think you know Chris is out. Um, I think uh, you know Vivek obviously we didn't qualify for this debate, um, and so then the question is 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 Trump? Uh, you know how does he perform? Because I can tell you, I'm not seeing the enthusiasm for him on the ground that we've seen. You, know, you drive around Iowa, you don't see the flags, you don't see the things. You know, there's a lot of those people that are like, well, they're, they're saying he's going to be the candidate, so I guess. But then when we get in front of them, they're like, okay, you know, I'll do. I had a lady at the town hall last night, Fox News. She was leaning Trump coming in. She's like, well, after this, uh, you know, I'm from the governor. So as more people start to pay attention, and I've seen a difference in Iowa just since the calendar turn in the 2024. More people are coming to our events. More undecided voters are coming. Uh, so I think the caucus night's going to be clarifying. I think these, uh, these things will be clarifying. But I think part of the, the fallout from the debate tonight is, you know, Nikki, you know, she just, you know, I think she lost her pool. She's constantly saying you're lying. That doesn't do it. Her record is her record. She wouldn't explain, you know, why she was taking these positions. And I think to just say that, I don't think that people buy that. Uh, I think you've got to be more substantive. And I think you've got to be credible as to how are you going to be a nominee of a party uh, that really is focused on working people in small business and less on the big corporations than maybe the old guard Republican Party. Her criticism of you is that a lot of those donors which you were criticizing her for used to be your donors. And that's actually not true. I mean, think about it. She's got the founder of LinkedIn, who's a liberal Democrat. That was never anybody. She's got BlackRock CEO. We, we kneecapped ESG in Florida. We took money out of our pen, uh, moved from BlackRock out of our pension. She's bragged about being there with Larry Fink. He's the king of ESG. So, I mean, those people were never um, in my camp. She She's got a lot of people who are, I think, more liberal donors. And then the question is, is, is why? I think a lot of it is because they're never Trumpers. That's why I find it odd that she just won't say she won't be the VP. Her nominee. other criticism of you was that you essentially have not run a good campaign, that you have wasted tons yeah, of money. Here's the thing. First of all, that, that's, that's all process stuff. She's citing uh, an organization that's an outside group that I don't even control. People in Iowa, they don't care about process stuff. They care about the substance and they care about the leadership. So she spent a lot of time focusing on There has polling. been a lot of turnover in your campaign, though, hasn't there? In the PAC side that I don't control. But here's the thing. Um, 
what does that have to do with what's going on in the country? I don't think people care about these PACs. So I just think like, you know, we had this, she brought that up in relation to her failure to do school choice. It's a huge issue for Republicans. We've delivered on it in Florida more than anyone. And she, she, did, she failed on it and she blamed the legislature. And I said, that's not leadership. And then she pivots to talking about commercials and polls and stuff. No process stuff. I've not been asked one process question in any town hall I've done in any state during this whole campaign. It's all substance all the time. If you don't have a strong showing in, what is a strong showing for you here in Iowa? We're going to do well. I mean, I'll let you guys play the expectation game. Um, I like, I'd rather be underestimated. I do better when I'm an underdog. Um, you know, we're going to do well. Um, and I think people are going to see, okay, who can honestly compete with Trump? Because if you look, if Trump weren't running, I would get most of those votes, right? Haley does not have purchase with core conservatives. And you have to do that to be able to win a Republican nomination. Like she's, she's going in New Hampshire, she's catering to more the Democrat leaning, which is fine in a general election. You know, you wanna be able to do that. But if you're not getting any support from conservatives, you are dead in the water, especially against somebody like Donald Trump. With me, I can compete with him in, in that lane in a one-on-one. -on -one. And I think that's what we're looking to do. Get it to a one-on-one, -on -one, get him on the debate stage, and then let people do it. You know, a lot of the times when you have differences, when you're on the stage together, that's when people really start to process that. And I think that's been strategic on his part to not be willing to go on the debate stage because he knows that this stuff would resonate with conservative voters. The